0: and welcome back to another edition of the Bosnian American Professionals Podcast. My name is Nedim Ramic, I'm an attorney here in the St. Louis area and with me today... I'm Dr. Radic, I'm a chiropractor here in St. Louis. And our guest is... well, our guests are special today <laughs> and um, we've known Marima for a while now and I've always been amazed as to what she's achieved in the financial sector. And I don't wanna make any mistakes when introducing you Merima, so do you wanna do us the honor and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you?
1: Sure, yeah, uh, Merima Merovich. Um I am a commercial loan officer and relationship manager at UMB Bank. Um, as Nadim mentioned, I've been in the financial world for a long time, I've been in banking for, gosh, it's gonna be almost 13 years, um, specifically in commercial, uh, and I, I love it a lot, yeah
0: blended. So, as I just mentioned, our guests.
1: <laughs>
0: you want to tell our listeners what I mean by that?
1: Sure. I think Nedim is trying to tell you guys that I am expecting um, expecting a little girl in December, God willing, and um, we're really excited about that. So, first baby.
0: Congratulations um, about that. In the sense yeah. of God willing, everything is going to be great. We've talked about names just now. You're not going to reveal anything because Addis and I could give her some Suggestions and then <laughs> it will like throw everything into chaos and we don't want to do that. Yeah, right? I don't
1: I don't like people to alter my decision in any way when it comes to my baby's name. So I think I'll I think we'll keep it a secret, probably from everyone until until birth. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that'll that won't make some people happy like my mother, but she'll just have to deal with it. I like that
0: attitude. <laughs> I like that attitude. Yeah. Venema, where are you from originally?
1: I'm from Darventa. Um, and as we t- discussed earlier, I made a joke asking them do they know where it is? But it's Derventa is about thirty eight kilometers from Dobboy. Um, so yes, my family's from Derventa and we moved to the States in ninety six. So I've been here over two decades now.
0: How old were you when everything started down there?
1: Um, I was two and a half, um, and my sister was my sister was born in ninety two, so she was born. I mean, my mom says like she was in the hospital when re- grenades were you know falling and things like that. So she is a true war baby. So my sister was born in March of ninety two and I was about two years old. I think you
0: mentioned you just you guys went to Doboy and from Doboy to Croatia for a couple of years and then to the United yes. States, right? Yes,
1: yeah, so we came directly to the States. We didn't go anywhere or Germany or anything like that. Uh, I know that tends to be the story of many of our people, but we came straight to the States. So.
2: Did you come straight to St. Louis or did you go somewhere
0: else? We
1: did, straight hmm. to St. Louis. Uh, my gran- My grandmother was here first and she got papers from someone in her family, so that's how we came here, but yep.
0: That was 96. So, how old did you say you were at that time?
1: I was. So, we came on September 11th, 1996, Mm -hmm. a significant date, and um, I turned seven on the 17th. So, it's safe to say I was seven. I was seven years old, and they put me um, directly in second grade. I couldn't speak a lick of English, so that was fun. That was very challenging. I had a very rough first six months to a year i think i cried every day
2: where did you go <laughs> to elementary
1: school oh gosh you probably don't even know of this school it was called garfield and it was like off a of cherokee street like in the city like green cherokee area um so i went there to elementary school and then i went to gateway middle and gateway high school which is a magnet school you went to gateway didn't you mm-hmm. no
0: i never went to high school around here went oh, straight you didn't. To college.
1: okay sorry but, yeah
0: no that, that, that but when you, you just mentioned when you first arrived in the United States, in the first six months to a year, all that crying. I think a lot of you know, newcomers have got that same experience. They're like, oh my God, where am I? Mm-hmm. What's happening to me? Mm-hmm. So they, I remember my first six months were just horrible, and I was 17 at the time I arrived. And it was just like, oh, then it was a hot and humid summer of 99. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, this is not working out. I need to go back. But then you get adjusted, and then yeah. things just fall yeah. into place yeah. and becomes a second home. So I, I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. I mean, about. it was just, you know, kids are mean, and it just wasn't It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. But I got through it, as we all did. So
0: it turned out all right. I like that. So uh, <laughs> where you, would where'd you go to college at?
1: Uh, I went to UMSL. I went to UMSL. Um, I had a very uh, commuter school experience. I worked full-time, and I went to school full-time. So, I, I mean, I honestly barely knew the campus, I only knew the buildings where my classes were, and I never attended a single college party, I didn't have time. It was morning classes, go straight to work, homework, and do it all over again, so.
0: Where'd you work at during college?
1: Uh, so I've been in banking always, so I started at a, a small community bank. It's actually um, here off of um, Lindbergh and Union, so Montgomery Bank, I was a part-time teller um, initially, and then they hired me full-time, um, and I did night classes. Um, following that but i've always been in banking i was at montgomery bank Uh, shortly after that i was at carrollton which is another community bank and now i'm at umb
0: how long have you been at umb
1: uh it'll be three years this coming october so and it's been one of the best decisions i've ever made so
0: well, you were just telling us that they moved you down to the city of St. Louis downtown location. Yes. When did that happen?
1: So, uh, so ever since I've worked w- for UMB, I've worked downtown. So, all of our commercial lenders are officed in downtown St. Louis. So, that's partly it. I mean, we have branches everywhere. We have a branch 10 minutes from my house, but none of the commercial lenders, you know, we're all in one spot. So, that's really why. Um, it's nice. I like working downtown. There's a lot of things going on right now. Um, you know, new construction, um, everything, you know, just... Fun things happening. Um It can be a little chaotic, but I like it. The drive is not so fun as we talked about, but it's all right. I've gotten used to it.
0: Would you say 40 minutes? Because I know my wife used to drive from our South County home to Express Scripts, which was behind the airport, I think, or right by Amsoil. Right on
1: on 70. Yeah. And that was
0: like 45 minutes, and then she switched over to Charter Communications, which you would think it's closer, but it's 270, and it takes yeah. another 40 minutes to, yes. to, to go back and forth. Charter yeah. down in trustfield? No, charter off of um, Manchester and 270. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's their headquarters.
1: Yeah. You
0: got free internet, though, so it's good. Do counter.
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get a discount? I have charter, and I only have internet. I don't have cable.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's got any pull on that. I, I, you know, oh, she's, she's in their accounting <laughs> department. But that, that drive is just, it's just, as you just mentioned. I bought this building, and I live like what? three minutes away do you from walk here yeah I probably I hope could so. you know <laughs> what I'm saying and it, it it's, it's, it's a game changer you know what I'm yeah. saying you know having your work close to home and and, and you will see on uh, really in particular once you have kids yeah, and it, it's all that gonna stuff. be rough
1: uh, you just lose I lose so much time driving I really do on a good day um, no traffic which never happens no rain you know no accidents it's 40 minutes. Which there's never really a good day right. The only good thing for me is that I have options. I can hop on 55, I can hop on 44 and 40, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's still it's still a nice 40 minutes, so...
0: So tell us a little bit about your work. So what do you do all day every day? Sure. How do you help people?
1: How do you <laughs> help businesses? I People ask me this question all the time, and they're like, "Do you ever work?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. So uh, as I mentioned, I am a commercial loan officer and um, a relationship manager. So what that means uh, on the relationship manager side is I manage uh, a commercial loan portfolio. It's about two hundred million, so it's fairly significant. Um, and aside from managing the portfolio I have to grow that portfolio organically and bring in new business as well so there's uh, a small portion of my goal is to bring in new clients not just to manage my existing portfolio Uh, so commercial lending so I do um, I work with borrowers that have um, a borrowing need of at least a million or more Uh, none of my uh, customers borrow less than that we do have a small business banking division where I am more than happy to refer people to, and I usually do, but um, I would say the average size of my loan is anywhere between 10 to 30 million. Um, And revenue sizes for companies would be 10 million up to 400 million. Uh, I would say my sweet spot, my customers' revenue is about anywhere between 20 million to 80 to 100 million in revenues. So significant commercial customers, that that's one thing that I like with the switch to UMB. Uh, those type of clients with that revenue size have very significant fine or uh, sophisticated financials. Uh, it's a lot easier to work with than some of the smaller ones who you know refuse to get an audit or a review. So um, as far as that part is concerned, it's it's a lot better. I'm dealing with more sophisticated clients, um, but my job is is tough. It's it requires a lot of thinking. Um, And I never shut off, you know. When I go home, I'm always thinking about, all right, what did I do for this client? How am I gonna structure this next deal? So I feel like I may not be in the office all the time. (laughs) My friends and family will always make that joke, but you know, I work at home too, so it's not just, my brain kind of never shuts off. And that's one of the things that I like about my job. Um, I like that it's challenging. Um, I like to exercise my brain and every deal is structured differently, uh, which, you know, makes me think. um, Every client is different, every business, every industry is different. So it sounds very cliche, but I learn something new every day. And that's what I love about my job.
0: So what you're telling us, even though we're talking about higher numbers, it's much, it's easier to, to deal with those clients because their financials are more in order. Unlike somebody that's got these lower numbers, and you're thinking like, "Well, it's going to be easier to go through that," and then they bring you a box of paperwork. Correct. Uh,
1: Yeah, and it's not that they're not sophisticated. It's just that they don't have, um, they don't, they may not have the money to support paying for an audit or review because those things cost, you know. So they they try to cut down on expenses that way. And most community banks will accept um, company prepared financials. Uh, but with the the revenue sizes that we're dealing with we we almost always require at least a review um, sometimes compiled is okay, but company prepared we we Kind of try to stay away from so
2: so in uh from the relationship standpoint then you have to do a lot of one-on-one with clients probably yes Uh, doing a lot of lunches and dinners lots
1: Lots of lunches lots of dinners lots of ball games um hockey games that that's kind of the fun part um but it it is exhausting and that's another thing i always say this people are always like oh you're always at the ball game you know you didn't i'm like but it's not always fun that's that's work you know like i can't tell you the last time i went to a cards game and actually watched the game you know you're Interacting with your clients, you're networking. The goal is to, and that's another big piece of my job is networking. Um, the goal is to try to get people in that suite that may or may not know you. You know, um, ask your clients to bring someone. Uh, you know, just refer new relationships. So you're always working, and it may seem like I'm always having a good time at the ball game, but it's not the case.
0: <laughs> so, I just once you and I hit that ten million dollar revenue mark, maybe yeah, we'll get a ball game, game with a might as me. well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick up. A hockey game, though. Now that they're Stanley Cup champions, you know. Hockey is so. Well, much we more may fun. have a soccer team by then. You're right. So Medina is going to take us to soccer game. I
1: all will. Right. I'm pretty sure we'll have some kind of contract nice. um, with MLS once that comes to St. Louis. So.
0: So your friend uh, El Medina is the one that does the audits that you like. That she like prepares My the paperwork <laughs> for you, and then those companies come My to you all. My friend El
1: Medina. Yeah. So we've tried El Medina and I. Hi, El Medina. By the way, I hope you're listening. Um, we we try to refer each other business. It's a little, it, we're on a different spectrum, just a little bit. Um, some of my clients don't fit in, her, in the size pool that she's looking for, uh, but some of them do. And we actually met the other day. We had a networking, um, we went for drinks and I went for food, obviously. But um, uh, we, there's a few clients that may work, you know, for both of us, so there's potential referrals there, but yes, um, and, I, and I usually will call her or text her if I have a question about an audit or some line item where I'm like, what is this? So she's pretty helpful. She's good amazing, to have It's good to have a, a CPA friend. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. Nice. yeah. Yep.
0: So when it comes to your clientele, is there like a specific industry that you prefer that you've got most clients yeah. in or are you just across the board when it comes to industries?
1: That's a great question, Nedim. So my clients are, my portfolio consists of mostly uh, construction, manufacturing, industrial companies, like those core C&I lending um, opportunities. I do real estate as well, but only owner occupied. So un- it has to be at least 50% or more, um, and if it's an investment real estate, we do have uh, a, a girl that specializes in investment real estate, so I can always take those um, requests and referrals as well, but I don't do the underwriting because that's just a whole other ball game that I just don't get into. So, yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, construction, manufacturing, production, those type, that's the bulk of my portfolio, um, and I have a lot of customers who um, do acquisitions so I d- have done a lot of acquisition loans, um, so yeah.
2: You're talking about commercial real estate, right? Commercial, mm-hmm.
1: yes, yeah, not residential. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're a bank, we have people that do that too, so Res- if you ever have anyone, I can always refer. Isn't he at UMB as
0: well? I thought he, he was, is. right? He you works guys like work two, there?
1: two doors down yeah. from me.
0: <laughs> well, he's yep. the one that took us to, a. Uh, you know hockey game so thank you I you don't know, like you know Marima, she wouldn't do it for us
1: he's he's the nice one huh yeah he's the nice
0: one but no my question to that is I know there's a lot of uh uh, uh trucking companies within the Bosnian American community okay and uh-huh. who, who is servicing them because I've got a feeling that there's a lot of them that have got revenues 10 million and over and they they so always need loans as well
1: so I'll tell you, and I'll be honest with that. I've ran into a few, and honestly, that they you're right. They they would fit into our bucket, but it's hard because they don't have those financials that we're looking for. Um, and that's another thing. So it, there's a great example. Eddie um, actually worked on one, and you know the the trucking company they came in and they didn't have the financials we were looking for. And another part of our job, which is another thing that I love, it's not just lending out money. It's um, consulting and telling people. You know this is what you should be doing Um, this is how you build up your balance sheet Uh, this is what we're looking for try to uh, you know teach them how to get to a certain level of sophistication where they are bankable or at least by umb Um, the other issue with trucking is that they're able to Trucking companies are able to get really good rates at, you know, like the manufacturers can give them loans um, and things like that that we can't compete on. Uh, but there are a few that we can, it's just that we need to see that uh, level of financial quality that we've not seen in the past. But there are a few good examples that have come to us where we kind of coach them and tell them, hey, you need to work with the CPA, we'll refer them, they'll clean up their financials and, you know, we'll be able to lend them something. So that's happened on several occasions. So. We're more than happy to do that as well.
0: Okay, so you're not just lending people money, you're kinda like holding their hand while they've got your money and you're kind of (laughs) helping them helping them, you know kind of succeed in business Mm -hmm. as well, because you've got that supporting network, I guess, that you can hook them up with.
1: Exactly. We have, I mean, like I said, we're a bank, and we have all services that any bank has. We have private wealth, and we can help them on the ownership side. We can help them if they're, you know, with a succession plan, if they're about to exit the business, if their son or daughter is, you know, going to come in, or if they're trying to look for, to figure out a figure, hey, how much is my business worth? How much can I sell it for? We can help with all that as well. Wow, oh, that's good.
0: Yeah. I had no idea you guys did that. That yeah. is really impressive. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I mean, my day is different every day, yeah. and that's that's. Most of
2: the companies don't do any consulting, and that's uh, that's very helpful. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, we. I'm not saying that all lenders are doing it. I love to do it for my clients. I know Eddie does as well. Uh, but I think we have a pretty good team at UMB, and we're all kind of on the same page. So I mean, just this morning, I have a perfect example. I met with a prospect um, who wants to borrow money, and he was very straightforward. He said, you know, I've already talked to several banks, and after we got done with our conversation, he said, wow, you asked some really good questions. There was a lot of lenders that came here, they didn't ask me anything, they just kind of listened, they were looking for the black and white, all they cared about was the numbers, they didn't care about the ownership structure, you know, my the story of behind my business, do I even know what I'm doing, those type of things. And when we look at um, bringing on a new customer, we don't look for that transactional piece, but we look at the relationship side, and we like to build relationships and bring everything over eventually. But we don't like like one one side of transactions. So
0: and that makes perfect sense because it seems to be a win-win situation. Once you get to know your client and you look mm-hmm. towards you know the long-term future yes. of them growing, mm-hmm. that obviously kind of helps you guys to grow as well the portfolio with them. That makes perfect sense. So. That's kind of that one aspect of your business to grow those loans that are already out there mm-hmm. through, through through co-working with, yep. with your clients. That is amazing. Yep. So besides that, what else can we expect from UMB and your services out there? I mean, you've just given us like a wealth of information. That you've been doing. <laughs> so one of these was days, I'm gonna get. Was know too much information? No, that was amazing. I'm gonna get to so that ten million mark one of these days, and then we go. You're gonna, gonna see me. You're gonna, you gonna
1: come, come see me. Okay. Okay.
0: No, no, that makes perfect sense. I know my my, my wife used to work for an uh, investment firm, Clayton, and their sweet spot was like, we're really not going to take you on as a client unless you've got $4 million. And I'm looking at that like, well... That Can like you help
1: a, me get there? Yeah, kind of like a Ponzi yeah.
0: scheme right. to me, like, you know, yes. made off or something. You're like, yes. ah, you're kind of luring me in. But I guess you guys have got your buckets, as you call them. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, this is my bucket. While well, you may not fit in mm-hmm. that bucket. Well, we've got this bucket over here that if you
1: right. a million in
0: revenue will, go, will yes, get you in there. Yes, and don't get me
1: wrong. I'll, I'll clarify on that too. We're more than happy to give someone a loan for 500000 because we recognize that that business is growing and they'll get to that point. You know, um, So we're more than happy. I have a few of those in my portfolio as well just because we know that business is growing and they're going to need more and they're going to grow out of that business banking sector rather quickly so we don't want to put them in there and then have to transition relationship managers and things like that so we we absolutely will i mean we will give we will you know we'll give whatever loan is required whatever structure whatever pricing for the right client so and it does all come down to you know the strength of the company and the financials and all that good stuff but we're we're willing and able to work with um our clients and that was one of the other things that my prospect mentioned this morning he said you know there was a few banks that said no right away and none of them said okay we can do it if you do this let's talk about it this way if we structure it this way no one was willing to kind of go past that no we won't do this you know and he said I one thing that I liked about our conversation is that you said okay well we can structure it this way if you give up a little here or you know things like that so they they like that additional help it's not just a yes or no let's do this let's not do this um, and I feel like that's." One of the values that we we from UMB can bring to the table.
2: So that's where you differentiate from the others.
1: Correct. Um, mm-hmm. I also feel like you know we're, we are very nimble. We're responsive. Um, we have a you know even though we're a large, we're considered a national bank. We have a very flat line organization structure. I mean, one of the main you know decision makers is right down the hall for me. Um, our uh, um, our regional credit officer is down the hall for me. So I can take you know kind of preliminary things that I'm working on go down the hall, talk to him and say, hey, this is what I'm looking at. Do you think we would be interested? You know, so I can get answers fast and I don't have to sit on stuff for weeks at a time because that's one thing that clients value is their time and we don't want to waste anyone's time. You know, because sitting on something and not giving someone an answer or a preliminary, excuse me, yes or no, is just, it's a waste of my client's time and my time. And so we just try not to, not to get in that situation.
2: Waste of a ball game. Yeah. (laughs) No,
0: but this reminds me a lot of well, now it's Midwest Bank Center, but it used to be Southern Commercial back Uh in the day Mm -hmm. when the Uh Bosnians first arrived in St. Louis. Obviously, nobody's got a credit history, and then you're going in there and saying like, "I want a car loan, I want a house loan, I want a business loan," and I think Southern Commercial was the one that said like, "Okay, we're gonna look behind, you know, beyond their credit history. Mm -hmm. We want to learn more about these people. They took a chance on them." And I think it it paid off, and You know, I'm it, still with them. Yeah, I am Just as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, they they did an amazing job, and I think that's kind of what UMB is doing on a larger scale right. with these you know um, commercial loans. And I think that's a, that's a great thing to do. So no wonder you like your job that much, but, Nima.
1: <laughs> I do. I mean, it's honestly, it's it, it's stressful. It's stressful at times for for sure because it's nothing is cookie cutter you know, everything is different and you know, even if it's the same structure, like I said, the company is different and um, it's it's not always easy, but it, it's worth it. I like it. Um, I also like that UMB has a really good work-life balance and, you know, I can kind of set my own schedule. If I have to leave today at one o'clock, I'll leave at one o'clock. Um, if I'm really busy, I'll stay till late, you know, it just, it's you It's going to be helpful with kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very helpful. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: So what's the game plan with the maternity leave then? Man. Tough one, huh? That's
1: the, that's the toughest question you've asked me today. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. We're still kind of like in those negotiations <laughs> with our family. And I mean, I get 12 weeks. So I'll take my um, full 12 weeks and all that. But we're kind of going to have to figure out who's going to watch the baby and if it's I just I'm so terrified of daycare, but There's it might have to, get to be. Any paternity he, well, here here's your here, he sure. he here are your
0: two opposing examples. So, for example, mm-hmm. me. his you wife. Okay. Well, his wife decided to stay home. She wanted to do that. She's staying home with the kids, yeah. and she's loving it, according to uh, Instagram it's that I'm seeing right now. It's, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's the best and, uh, thing uh, ever. Yeah. I'm sure it's oh. very rewarding. My wife, that. she's like. I need to get out of here. I, yeah. I just can't do it. I want to get back to work. I don't yeah. want to be sitting at home with with a kid all day every day. It's not that she doesn't like him and you know love no, him or anything course, like that. She just course. wanted to go back uh-huh. to that. I don't uh-huh. think she could ever yeah. stay home all day every day with the kid. Yeah. So that those are kind of the opposing views that that you've got. And, and we the
1: have the
2: some of those days too. I'm sure there are many times that that she but, wishes she could. Yeah, it's get it's the heck her out. going to work, not me. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And it, that's just the way it is with kids. Sometimes you know they are their good behavior sometimes they're not but they're still very rewarding i i, I yeah. think so and uh, they grew up so fast and
1: she yeah. says she wants
2: It's the best uh, best decision she ever made sure. so, mm-hmm. sure.
1: so I,
0: those are the opposing yeah. views. so you're kind of like so in between
1: I, I mean for the time that you've known me um I, I think that i'm and i say this now right and i don't have any kids and i'm about to have a kid and my my thinking can probably completely do a 180 but I don't see myself. So- I need to be out in in the corporate world. I need to socialize. I need to. I, I'm that person that I don't think I could stay home, yeah. um, not full time anyway. Yeah. Uh, I just that's just how I've always been. I've you know always been out there, I've been a go getter. I I don't want to have to compromise on that. Um, and I think that I think that there are ways to make it work for people that do wanna know stay in the business world and you know and that's one of the reasons why I waited so long to have kids is that I wanted to accomplish all these things career-wise um, and I feel like I've done that and so you know and I just don't I I don't want to give it up and that may sound selfish but I've worked hard um, to be here today and I think that we'll try to make that work where well, I don't stay at home sense. but means- like I said come December or three months from then who knows that's who knows exact. Yeah, because you know, th- sometimes people swallow their words they they say one thing and the and complete opposite happens so I'm not it opposed to yeah time.
0: and the thing yeah. is Amala didn't know how it was going to turn out right like, you know what I'm saying because she didn't know if she was going to decide to stay home or if she was yeah. going to go back to work but you know three months later she was like no I'm ready I yeah. you know I think I need to do it mm-hmm. and what I'm getting at is your wife with two kids at home you're saying that's a full-time job Man, I could never do that. Yes. Like that's just like no, full-time it's, it's job in a hard, half, man. Yes. Yes. Like
2: it's like a hardly really hard. hard, hard. I try to go home every day on lunch break, and that's another benefit of living so close, as he said. Yes, it takes me actually about seven minutes to uh, to get that's home. That's amazing. Uh, so I, I try to go home every day on lunch break and help with the nap time. Yeah, and it does help, uh, but it, it obviously it's, it's very stressful and very right. hard. But um, it, at the same time, it's probably the most rewarding job you can possibly mm-hmm. have.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm saying. And then it comes, you mentioned um, daycares.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, my wife was the same way. She's like, "Oh my God, I don't know if I can leave my kid at the daycare." I'm day sure everyone care. is like
1: that in the beginning, mm-hmm. yeah, me. or for a first child. Yeah,
0: <laughs> overprotective with with the first child. But the thing is, in my in my personal experience, just do it as soon as you can.
1: Yeah, okay. And it, there, I mean, there's I mean, I want them to be, sociali- or, that, that's, or that's to be socialized. That's what I'm talking about. I want them to be socialized. I would like for a, a good mix of both, um, you know, because I think it's important for them to do that, I think, you know, and for them to be learning always, you know, not just hanging out at home and playing with whatever. But, um, and that's the other thing. The other thing of not, you know, staying home is that I feel like you, I'm, I'm just going to miss out on so many firsts. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's a be t- a balancing t- act. Yes. It's... um it's it's a tough decision to make but one
2: thing that we have not done yet is uh no one has driven the kids just yet so only my wife and i have been the one actually driving them
1: oh no yeah that's another fear i have too my kids being in someone else's car and them driving them but you can't, you can't live like that. Yeah. You no, just no, can't. No, can. Eventually <laughs> yeah. you have to do it, you obviously. Just can't. You just can't. But we have you can't. not done it yet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty amazing because your son, or yeah. He's going to be three this yeah. September.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so. Well, I don't want to go too deep into the parenting <laughs> act here. there uh, any other questions that you've got for a minute, Eva? I
1: appreciate the tips. Thanks, <laughs> guys. I'll, I'll, um, I'll take all the tips I can get. I'm not that person that says, like, I know everything. I absolutely don't know anything about this. So. No, I'm
0: pretty sure a, a lot of our <laughs> listeners can can relate to the yeah. issues that we're talking about here. But I think we need to kind of stick and to the script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and you're
2: going to get a whole bunch of different advices and things. And you're just going to see that some of those things do work for you. Some of them yeah. don't. Everyone is different and yep. just just because something works for me doesn't necessarily mean it works for you and the other way around. Same thing is with, with children. So Absolutely. Um, yeah. you'll just Enjoy the ride. Yeah. That's what it's gonna be. Some of those yep. advices you'll just Mo- in uh, one ear, enjoy out the
1: other. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then <laughs> the other ones you were
2: like, Oh, this is actually very helpful.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Merima, is there anything else that you would like to add for our listeners? Have we missed any I questions like that you should have No, I feel add?
1: like I've talked quite a bit. <laughs> I, I hope I covered know. everything in great detail. Um, I really appreciate you guys inviting me to this. I, I kind of feel like a sealess celebrity <laughs> being on your oh, show. Oh, no, the pleasure
0: was all ours. <laughs> and we want to thank you for being with us today. I hope our viewers have enjoyed our little chat today with Marima. So I, with this, I want to thank everybody again for being with us. Have a wonderful rest of your day. See you. Thanks so